I recently helped hundreds of people achieve more in a few months than they had the previous several years. And now I'm getting ready to open up another challenge where I want to help you do the same. Here is actually a short testimonial of someone who was in that challenge. This challenge was hands down the best thing I did all year. And I appreciate the time, energy, and heart that you put into it. My name is Dr. Benjamin Hardy. I'm an organizational psychologist and best-selling author of many books that have now sold millions of copies. Click the link down below and watch this free training where I will show you these frameworks on how you can achieve more in the next 90 days than you possibly have in the last five to 10 years. Click the link down below and watch the training before it goes away. Hello and welcome to the Be Your Future Self podcast. I'm Dr. Benjamin Hardy, author of Be Your Future Self Now. Be sure to visit futureself.com where you can get the one-page Future Self checklist as well as the full Future Self course and other amazing goodies. All of these are free at futureself.com. All you have to do is put your email in. You'll get an email with a bunch of amazing goodies, the one-page Future Self checklist, the full Future Self course, which will change your life, and other things such as the Peak State checklist and my ebook Slipstream Time Hacking, futureself.com. Let's go ahead and jump into this episode of the Be Your Future Self podcast. In this video, I'm going to share with you the three stages of growth on how to go from an amateur at something who is basically a wannabe or just someone who's doing something on the fringes to ultimately becoming a world-class master. World-class mastery is fundamentally different from expertise, which is different from being a pro. So I'm going to walk you through those three stages in this video. I'm going to keep it as short as possible. So let me go ahead and share my screen. So the first stage is going from an amateur to a pro at something. This is basically going from the zero percentile to the 90th percentile in something. 90th percentile means that you are better than 90% of people at whatever it may be. And this is where you can get to a pro level. And this is where I would say you can get to anywhere in the high fives or even high six figure range. You can become a professional at anything, a professional plumber, a professional, even basketball player. Maybe you're not in the NBA, right? But you can still be a professional without being in the NBA, right? And so this is going from amateur to pro. And I would say that the key aspects of going from amateur to pro are number one, you actually have to choose for yourself what you want rather than being the product of your environment, rather than being the product of your friends, rather than being the product of your parents. To go from amateur to pro takes a committed decision. I love the quote that all progress starts by telling the truth. To go from amateur to pro at something you want, at something you choose, takes a full commitment. It takes a point of no return commitment. It can be very scary, but there are levels of growth. Actually, In the book, The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks, he talks about a concept he calls the upper limit problem. And every one of these stages of growth, you will hit an upper limit. And what that upper limit is, is that if you go through this, if you go through the process of going from amateur to pro, where you're now taking full responsibility for your life, you're choosing for yourself what you want, you are learning how the pros do it. You're, in a lot of ways, reverse engineering their process. I went through this to become a professional writer, by the way. In 2015, during the first year of my PhD program, I wanted to become a professional author. What that meant for me was is that I wanted to get a six-figure book deal for a book from one of the big five major publishers. There's five major publishers in New York. For example, Simon & Schuster, Penguin Random House, Hachette, HarperCollins. I wanted to get a six-figure book deal, and I wanted to go from amateur to pro, meaning I was getting paid a good salary to do what I wanted, And you can go pro by reverse engineering what the other pros are doing. You can follow other people's paths in a lot of ways to go from amateur to pro. You still have to develop skill. You still have to get good at what you do. You have to still dedicate yourself. And in a lot of ways, going from amateur to pro means that you're still living your normal life where the majority of your time, call it 80% of your time, is still spent on your day job with your normal friends. For me, my 80% of activity was focused on getting my PhD. 
But I spent that 20% focused on learning how to go pro. I took online courses. I asked authors what it takes to get a book deal. I talked to literary agents. And so I was reverse engineering the process and I was developing skills. I started blogging. I started growing a platform. I started to educate myself. And so usually this process is you're still holding on to the 80% using the 80-20 principle. 80% of your life is still built around something else, but 20% of your life it is dedicating yourself more and more to this thing that you're becoming committed to. And you can develop pro-level skills and become a professional making six figures, maybe even seven, honestly, but probably not likely. You can get to the 90th percentile where you're better than 90% of people at this thing by applying these principles. The next step, though, is going from pro to world-class expertise. And again, back to the upper limit problem. The upper limit problem is the idea that you hit a certain upper limit And because subconsciously you haven't actually evolved yourself, what you end up doing is because you've now developed more success and maybe even prestige than you've ever had before, you end up flushing that down the toilet Um, because emotionally you don't believe you deserve it. There's a great quote from David Hawkins. David Hawkins wrote the book Letting Go. He wrote the book Power Versus Force. He said that the unconscious will only allow you to have what you believe you deserve. And so going from amateur to pro, you can actually still, in a lot of ways, maintain an amateur identity, even though you've actually gone pro, even though you've gone pro and now you're starting to see big success, you might still see yourself this way. You might still be clinging to a story of an amateur and ultimately you start making more and more money. But rather than evolving upwards, you actually subconsciously pull yourself back to your old identity. And this then becomes your your upper limit. This becomes your cap. In order to go to the next level, which is essentially going from the 90th percentile to like the top one percentile, where you're now a world-class expert. This involves a full commitment to what you're doing, where now you no longer do that 80%. You let go of your day job and you go all in on what you're doing. And you eventually develop world-class expertise. You're an expert at what you do. Like People turn to you for that and you're highly specialized. You're very good at what you do. But there is a cap even to this level. There is a difference between being an expert and being a, a master, what, what Robert Greene would call a master, or just what would be in general a high level of mastery. If you're an expert at something, it means that you're still, for the most part, following the rules of other people. You're still, you haven't established yourself as someone that's so unique, so different, has your own perspective, is coming from a totally different angle. You're just very good. You know everything very well in the field. You've connected all the dots and you know it at expert levels and you're brilliant at what you do. Honestly, you can be a world-class expert. And I would say, honestly, from an income standpoint, this is where you could go from average income to high income. Honestly, becoming a, a, a pro, you can you can make high six figures doing this. I would say that this level is where you're going from really good income to, again, being in the 1%. Like, higher six figures, maybe even seven figures at this level. You're an extreme expert. But there are upper limits, again. And going from expert to master is the hardest stage. Going from amateur to pro could take a few years. Going from pro to world-class expert could take, you know, a decade. But going from expert to master, and you don't it does you don't have to wait for decades to become a master, but this growth curve right here, even though it's only like it's seemingly a small amount, is infinitely bigger than this. This is a lot easier than this. And the difference between an expert and a master, and Robert Greene breaks this down a lot in his book Mastery, is that 
A master is someone who ultimately carves out their own path. They follow their own inner voice and they walk away in a lot of ways from what everyone else is doing. They stop following the trajectories of others and their trajectory becomes fundamentally different. They're following their own inner voice and they take their own inner path and they're connecting a lot more to their own inner soul. And this this stage is where what you're doing, you know if someone is a master because what they're doing is literally incomparable to what everyone else is doing. It's nonlinear, it's different. You can think about people in art, for example, like Vincent Van Gogh or in business like Steve Jobs. These are people who do things their own way and it's non-replicable in a lot of ways from other people. Like they are a master in that their work is not only good, but it's uniquely good. It's uniquely different. How they do things is very different and it comes from a different angle and it also has a different trajectory. Rather than following a linear check trajectory, to become a master, you do have to ultimately carve out your own path and become a pioneer and do things in your own way and not follow the paths of others and to trust your own inner voice. And as Steve Jobs would say, you've got to trust your heart that at some point in the future, you can connect your dots going backwards. So to develop mastery means that you become unique. um, Dan Sullivan of Strategic Coach would call this unique ability, that you actually develop your unique ability, which is unique to you, which no one else not only could have, but would have. And so to become a master means that you trust your own self. You trust your inner voice. You develop unique mastery. You develop a a completely non-comparable way of doing things and seeing things. And masters not only do things differently than everyone else, they see things differently than everyone else. They often are like a philosopher. If you study Michael Jordan as an example, he had a really interesting philosophy. There's lots of quotes from Michael Jordan where he had a radically different even perspective of basketball than anyone else. Not only did he play basketball differently, he approached basketball differently. He had a different philosophy of the game. If If you study Bruce Lee, Bruce Lee had insane philosophy about martial arts and things like that. He he not only did it differently, he saw it differently, saw the world entirely differently. And in order to go from expert to master, you ultimately do have to develop your own voice, your own perspective, and it's going to and you're going to do things incomparably different and uniquely different and uniquely better. Now it's not better apples to oranges. It is that different. It's now apples to oranges. You're not doing the same thing as other people. You're not doing it in the same way. You're not following the same path. You're on a totally different path. From an outside perspective, it's honestly very hard to understand the direction a master is going because they will go pa- go on seemingly non-connected paths. Their, pa- their, their trajectory is very non-linear. So you can't really understand the direction they're going But then all of a sudden you start to see it might take a few years or even decades. Oh, my goodness. I can now connect the dots going backwards. You can't become a master by following the simple trajectory of others. Yes, you can learn from others, but you hit certain plateaus. And the deeper and deeper you go into your own self, it's kind of like what Michelangelo said, the sculptor Michelangelo he was talking to the Pope and the Pope said, "How? what is the secret of your genius when he was talking about the sculpture David? And he said, I just strip away everything that's not the David. And in a lot of ways, that's what it takes to be a master is you strip away everything that is not your purest essence, who you are at your core self. And you develop that, you transform that, you expand that, and you, you do do things your own way. You trust yourself and you ultimately become your best self. And it's going to be unique to you, fundamentally different from anyone else. Those are the three stages of learning and growth. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Be Your Future Self podcast. I'm Dr. Benjamin Hardy, author of Be Your Future Self Now. Be sure to go to futureself.com, put your email in, and get immediate access to all the goodies. 
the one-page future self cheat sheet, which I recommend you print and put somewhere close by so that you can reference it, the full future self course, and other goodies such as my peak state checklist, which has been downloaded almost a million times, and my ebook, Slipstream Time Hacking. Go to futureself.com, get those free goodies, and until next time, be your future self now. Talk to you soon.